right center net. with Pat Steinberg and Wes Gilbertson on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, this hour is underway with Wes Gilbertson of Post Media. It's Pat Steinberg, Flames Talk on a Wednesday, January 10th. Welcome to the Sports Drive. We are underway, brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Did you know Calgary Lock and Safe also fixes doors? If you have one that needs it, visit calgarylockandsafe.com slash doors. Of course, you can always get Flames Talk live on Sportsnet 960 The Fan and wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and more. Let's go inside hockey with some really good news on this Wednesday. Inside hockey for Calgary Co-op. This hockey season, support local, find your all-time classics, and locally brewed beers. Visit your local Calgary Co-op wine, spirits, beer today. We say hello to the Calgary Flames Assistant General Manager, VP of Hockey Operations, and the GM of the Calgary Wranglers in the American Hockey League. We're saying hello to Brad Pascal inside hockey on this Wednesday. And uh, we got some uh, really positive news earlier on Wednesday afternoon as the Flames have announced that Oliver Shillington is trending towards getting into game action with the Wranglers Thursday night against the Ontario Reign. First of all, hello, Brad Pascal. Welcome to Flamestock. How are you on this Wednesday? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. What, uh, what can you tell us about where things stand with Oliver Shillington? What can you tell us about uh, his potential of playing on Thursday against Ontario? Yeah, overall, Oliver has made some positive the last couple of months. And, uh, you know, in Calgary, skating, working out. And, um, you know, as everybody knows, he joined the Wranglers last week. And, you know, he's really been immersed with our group and meetings and on the ice and off the ice workouts and, and in the team environment. And, and quite frankly, having a lot of fun and, 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 and looking – you know, really, really happy to be involved uh, in a team atmosphere once again. So, you know, in, in talking with our management group and our coaches and our medical staff, and of course, Oliver, um, you know, through his time there, you know, we all feel that, hey, the next step in his in his um, return to play, if you will, is getting in some games. And, and uh, you know, I guess in, in, in our discussions with him is we're looking to have Oliver in the lineup with the Wranglers tomorrow. Uh, against Ontario, and uh, you know, we think overall for Oliver and for the organization, it's a real positive step in in uh, what he's been going through the last couple of years. You talk about how positive things have been since uh, joining your group late last week. Just from from what you've from what you've seen, first of all off the ice just that that smile sounds like it's back all the time from Oliver what what have your uh, observations been in terms of him being back around a team environment, Brad? in 2015 and then he went right to the American League with with us in stock in the 15-16 season yeah. so you know I think he he's you know for myself uh, having a long relationship with him and then having the relationship with a number of people in and around the organization I think that's a positive thing for him and and yeah what we've seen is is you know is uh is a lot of smiles and 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 really just excited to be at the rink and excited to be back in a team atmosphere. And that's, that's kind of what we've seen the last week. And, um, you know, we've seen positive steps with Oliver. And I think, 
you know, in talking to him, I think he, he just, he feels really good and he, he's excited. And um, I think he's in a, right now in a good place. And, and, you know, I think, uh, you know, it's just some, the next step for him is to, is to getting games. And I think everybody agrees on that. And, and especially Oliver. And, uh, and that's why, you know, playing for the Wranglers tomorrow, I think is the next step in his, in his overall progress and something that he's really looking forward to. How uh, I, I know he got into a practice on Thursday and then has gotten into a couple of practices this week as well. We we know how good a skater he is. How how have the practices gone from what from from your observations or or even your feedback from Oliver? How have things gone from the on ice perspective? Yeah, and chatting with Oliver and then obviously practices. You know he he looks really good and and it really good. He feels uh, you know from. Uh, that he's in, that he's in good shape. Uh, you know, he feels that over the last couple of months, the the conditioning skates that he's had, and in both on and off the ice, his workouts, and you know, he feels in a in a good place physically. And um, you know, I think that's positive. So watching him in practice, you know, he, he is a tremendous skater and moves the puck well. And and uh, you know, to see him working on power uh, today at practice. Just some of the some of the skilled things that we all know that Oliver can do, and seeing him in practice and that. So, yeah, it, you know, just real positive things, Pat. And I think, uh, you know, I think he's really excited and and going to this next step. And and so are we. When uh, when you chat with him, and and I know that kind of that that last uh, that that last signpost or that last mile marker was after practice on on Wednesday today. When you chat with him and get get his feedback and and kind of the agreement is made, hey, you're gonna play. It'll be your first game action since you know May of 2022. What's what's Oliver's reaction? What do you what do you get from him? Kind of what are are your observations of his excitement and his reaction? Really, just hey, yeah, I'm ready to go, excited and uh, looking forward to it. I mean that that's. That's what it really sums sums it up. The conversations that we've had with them, and and uh, you know, to to say that we got to sit down and have you know a forty five minute discussion about it at this point, you know, I think that those conversations have taken place over the the, the last number of months, and uh, you know, so to get to this point, I think it's something that we're all we're all working forward to and looking towards, and you know, especially Oliver, and and you know, you rely on him of of how he's you know, how he's feeling and, and what his reentry process will be. And, and, and we've been there to support him. So, you know, the, the conversation is, uh, you know, real positive, Pat. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's something that he's really excited about. And, and last one on, on this front, Brad, you know, as you talked about a little earlier, you know, you've been, you, you've known Oliver a long time since he was drafted. You were at that draft in 2015, obviously. You've been running the American League team uh, this entire time, and, and he started going all the way back to the time in Stockton. Like you, You've known Oliver very well for going on a decade now. Just personally for you, and, and knowing how difficult the last 18 months have, have been from him off, for him off the ice, just how personally... How awesome is this for you? How happy are you to see Oliver ready to take this next big step? Really excited. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious statement, right? Really excited for him. And, you know, I remember the first his first NHL game and, and just how excited he was and I just organizationally and me personally. And, and uh, you know, the same feeling really is, is, is him just getting back on the ice and back in the rhythm and, and you know, 
knowing that it's a positive thing for him in his in his life and and in his career as well. So that's you know th- those are probably the the feelings that I would have and and you know the thoughts that I've had of of knowing him for a long time and and looking forward to seeing him out there. Yeah. We're chatting with Brad Pascal, who is the Assistant General Manager, VP of Hockey Ops for the Calgary Flames, Wranglers General Manager as well. It's it's uh, it's funny. There's been there's been a lot of bodies that have been kind of coming and going from the Wranglers this year. You've also added uh, Jacob Pelche and Kevin Rooney to practice as well over the last couple of days. Uh, what what can you tell us about how that is progressing in the very early stages, Brad? Yeah, really well. Now, this week, uh, Jacob's had two practices with the Wranglers. Since clearing waivers, uh, he's had one practice with us. Uh, that was today. And, you know, again, both of them are, you know, they, they've been skating on their own and working out. So, again, to be involved in the team environment and getting bumped a little bit and and uh, and just, you know, getting in that rhythm of things, you know, you, you, you know, they're over the moon, right? Like they, they finally see the light at the end of the tunnel here that, you know, Hey, it's, it's, uh, hopefully I'll be playing games here at some point quickly. And, uh, you know, that's what they're both working towards and, you know, both for them and for us and our medical staff, I mean, we're going to, we're not going to rush them into a game until they're completely ready and they feel like they're ready for it. But, uh, you know, for them to be involved in practice. And you, you can just see, you know, having both of their experience and their enthusiasm on the ice with the Wranglers, like you, you just see it in practice the last couple of days of just, you know, it's it elevates the whole group. And and obviously to have Oliver there over the last week as well, It's it's been a real positive thing for, you know, for the Wranglers, especially our young guys, to see, um, you know, a group of professionals and, and how they, you know, how they practice and, and their practice habits, even the last couple of days. I, I think that's been a real positive thing for, for, for all three of those guys, but for the Wrangler group uh, as yeah. a whole. Well, and I know, you know, Wes told a story earlier this week about running into Kevin Rooney at, at Wrangler's practice and basically never had a guy so excited to go on waivers before. You know that you can't contain the the excitement of, of Jacob Pelche at most points. Just that th- those guys must be just absolutely chomping at the bit to get out there and, and take some real contact and skate with other human beings other than one another. Like just th- their enthusiasm must be off the charts right now. Oh yeah, no, and that and that's it. And they they know what they you know the level that they have to get to, and you know they know that that the things they have to do. And you, you mentioned just you know getting some contact and and just you know feeling comfortable that you know that they are healed completely. And you know when, when I do get into a battle, that I have that comfort level. And that's you know that's what that's what the Wranglers practices and the Wranglers group is all about of of getting them in that comfort level and and then getting them to the next step where they're playing games, but you know, most importantly in their mind that they feel comfortable with with going out on the ice and, and competing how they how they do. And, you know, that's that's the next step for them is to have that, you know, it's one thing to be medically cleared and the doctors say everything's good and you know, the next step is contact. And, you know, now it's just easing into that contact and, and, and then getting into game like situations. Brad, it's Wes here. You know, I love my AHL news and there has been no shortage of it today. Should we talk a little bit about the uh, 2024 AHL All-Star Classic? Yeah, for sure we can. What, uh, 
Exciting news, obviously, to have two Calgary Wranglers, netminder Dustin Wolf and right winger Matt Coronado, headed to represent your club in addition to head coach Trent Cullen in San Jose. Uh, let's start with the players. What uh, individually makes both Dustin and Matt deserving to be honored among the, the league's best? Yeah, sure. First with Matt, obviously, you know, he started the season in the NHL uh, in the American League, had had a real positive attitude, has, has gotten a ton of opportunity in playing in all situations, power play, penalty kill, and, uh, you know, leads our team in scoring. He's third in rookie scoring in the American Hockey League. Um, you know, so real positive strides and, you know, the as we, the opponents that we play, they take notice of him. Of, you know, he, he's he's a player that they have to focus in on, and, and he could be an impact player when he's on the ice. So, you know, just if you look at his at his points and his and uh, and what he's done, I mean, that's a real positive thing. And and uh, um, you know, he deserves to be there just on that merit, of course. But um, you know, and and then in in Dustin's case, obviously, hey, he's played the second most minutes so far this year in the American league. And, you know, again, um, this season has tremendous numbers in both goals against and save percentage and one of the tops in the league. And, you know, obviously, uh, you know, a well-deserved honor for both of these gentlemen and, and they're, Hey, they're both really, really excited about it. We, you know, we talked to them yesterday and, and, uh, and, and they're really excited about the, uh, you know, about representing the Wranglers and, you know, in our division, we have ten teams. There's only there's only two teams, us and Tucson, that have two two members. Everybody else just has one. So, you know, it goes to show just you know the the team that we have, and and they're big parts of it, obviously. And they're looking forward to to representing the Wranglers and having that experience on their resume. In the case of Matt Coronado, as you mentioned, the numbers jump off the page: twenty eight points in in twenty five games, third among AHL rookies, and in scoring so far. Take us beyond the the stat sheet. What is, what has struck you most about what you've seen from Matt Coronado that maybe doesn't show up on the scoring summary? Yeah, you know, Matt has a has a strong level of maturity. He's he's a he's a student of the game. He he uh he takes feedback really well. He asks good questions. Um but you know, he does have a really good vision for the game and and you know, those are some things that stand out for me. Um, you know, beyond the production and what have you. I mean, obviously, tremendous kid, uh, wants to get better every day, um, you know, has strong habits both on and off the ice. And, you know, those are some things that shine. And, and, and ultimately, you know, because of those things, he, he's, you know, he, he's seen the production that, that, that he is right now. I, d- I didn't realize the the part you mentioned about Dustin Wolf in terms of ranking second in the, the American Hockey League for minutes played by a net miner that that's substantial not just substantial period but substantial for a guy who's also spent some time with the big club made five appearances for the flames how how do you hope that really heavy workload is continuing to prepare Dustin Wolf for his ultimate goal which is to be a full-timer at the NHL level yeah probably two-parter is you know number one the the Wrangler schedule has allowed that where where you know, he we've had you know some days off in between, and he's and he's been able to play a number of games in a row, um, and, and including some back to backs. And you know, I, I'd say secondly, that's that's what he's always done. He's always he he's always he's used to a, a heavy workload, and and quite frankly, loves it. You know, he he 
you know, he's no different than, than a lot of top goalies is they want to play. They want the net and, and uh, you know, uh, you know, I, so I, to, to look at Dustin and say, Oh boy, he might be tired today. I mean, those, th- those thoughts don't cross our mind. And, um, you know, at the same time, we, we want to manage his, his workload, but the schedules allowed him to play those minutes right now. And at the same time, Oscar dance, when he's gone in, he's played, he's played really well for the Wranglers and when Dustin's been up and, um, so we feel that they're, they're, they're a really good tandem. Trent Cull uh, is your third Calgary Wranglers all-star, earns that opportunity based on the fact that your team is perched atop the Pacific Division standings after another terrific start. What's been Trent's impact so far in his first season as head coach of the Wranglers? Yeah, real positive impact. And, and you know, coming in new, I think the, the one thing that stands out is you know, he, he, different than Mitch when Mitch was in here for the first two years of his pro coaching, um, you know, Trent comes in with some experience both in the National Hockey League and the American Hockey League. And, you know, I think bringing that experience is just a little bit different view on things, uh, very well prepared. And, you know, Trent's a real development-focused person and development-focused coach. And, you know, somebody that, that you know, we, leans on our development team, uh, Ray Edwards and Marty Jelena and Michael Stone and uh, Rebecca Johnson, who are you know really involved with 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 Daniel Fujita too as our as our skating coach, and really leaning on that group. So, you know, I think those are some of the things that that stand out for me in the short period of time that we've had we've had and we've had some success obviously on the ice. But you know, I think our overall development plans have been really really strong with uh, with some of our young players, and you know, I think that's shown their progress so far this year. We're uh, we're joined by Calgary Flames Assistant General Manager, Calgary Wranglers General Manager, Brad Pascal. But an unofficial title, I think, this season would be almost like proud parent as you've had a chance to watch so many of these guys that you've overseen the development of make their NHL debut and contribute for the Flames. What, what was it like last night? A, another solo lap. What was it like to see Jan Kuznetsov playing on the biggest stage? And, and what were your impressions of his uh, first game in the Flaming Sea? Yeah, no, really proud. And, and hey, it's not just myself, obviously. It's the whole group, as I mentioned, the development staff, our HL staff, our entire management and coaching staff. But but for me personally, that's been involved with the American League, yeah, hey, great to see it and and you know Jan had some you know he had some growing pains last year and and there was times where he was in and out of the lineup and and you know it's a learning curve for him and and this year he's really taken a turn where he's been a steady performer for our group and and um and you know well deserved of a of a call up and that's something that we talked about as a as a staff and and as a management staff of Hey, we're bringing somebody up, and 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 we all felt that that Kuznetsov had deserved the opportunity. And and last night, I thought that he played well. You know, that he had that one unlucky bounce that went off of him for their for one of their goals. But you know, throughout the game, I thought that he used his skating, used his size and his reach, and 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 I thought he played well. And and uh, you know, for him to to go on the road trip here, I think it's a positive thing for him and, and just continue to get that experience. And I think that's going to be really good for him for the future. It uh, It's not his first recent road trip because after Dennis Gilbert's injury, I, I know he was summoned to, to join the team in Philadelphia and then in Chicago, although he didn't make his NHL debut until last night. So Jan was telling me that 
moments before you called to tell him that he was heading to join the team in Philadelphia, he was just about to switch his phone into silent mode and go to bed. I, I'm so curious. He he needed to be at the airport at 6 a.m. the next day. What what happens if his phone's already in silent mode? What what happens next? Yeah, no, I'd probably go to the next guy. That's probably what it is. But uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's hard decision on on those things. But we always tell the guys keep their phones on and and have their passports ready. And those are the those are the things. If you're a young player that looking for a call up, those are those are uh, qualities you want to have. If you're listening, Calgary Wranglers, silent mode is not not <laughs> your friend. No silent mode. Yeah, no question. Um. Before we let you go, BP, uh, I know I know it didn't end exactly the way that you wanted in Switzerland, but uh, the last time we had you on, we were setting up and, and talking about the experience, the Spangler Cup. You're, you're back on this side of the world now. How, uh, how was the Spangler Cup experience? How do you look back at your time in Switzerland, my friend? Yeah, real, real positive experience. I mean, it's, it's just a, you know, as we talked before I left, just a great um you know, it's a, it's a great bucket list tournament for any hockey fan. And, um, you know, to have that experience again, to go as a manager, myself and Joe Thornton, uh, was great. You know, to lose in the semifinals was disappointing. But, uh, you know, it was a great experience for myself, my family, and, and really all the players and staff. And, you know, it was great to work with Bruce Boudreau. He's the guy that I hadn't worked with before or really hadn't got to know. And, and uh you know, Jimmy Playfer was one of our assistant coaches. It was good to reconnect with him. So, yeah, real positive experience. And I would encourage, you know, hockey fans that that's uh, it's definitely a bucket list item to do. Uh, get out of here. We really appreciate the time, Brad. Thank you so much, as always. Great news on Oliver Shillington. Great news on your two All-Stars for the Wranglers and Trent Cull going to the All-Star Classic as well. A pleasure to catch up with you, as always, my friend. Thank you, Brad. Thanks very much, guys. Brad Pascal is the general manager of the Calgary Wranglers and uh, assistant GM, VP of Hockey Ops for the Calgary Flames. Uh, lots in there. Again, the Wranglers continue to make lots and lots of news. Oliver Shillington will play Thursday for the Wranglers against Ontario. Uh, Jacob Pelche and Kevin Rooney continue their return to play protocol. They've got two All-Stars. Yeah, that was, a, that was a lot to hit with the GM of the Wranglers. Yeah, that was that was jam-packed, and thanks to Brad Pascal for joining us because uh, a ton of really positive developments. Oliver Shillington, obviously, at the top of the list, but uh, a lot of good news around a Wranglers team that... Oh, just so happens to be first place in their division. Yeah, conference too, I believe. That's not yeah, number one in the division, number one in the conference. Not so bad. Another good year for the Wranglers, well underway. And look at how many guys they have playing with the Flames right now. Yeah. To be in top spot in the division and conference with the players that they have graduated or seen go up to the NHL is. <laughs> It's really impressive. Uh, he's Wes Gilbertson. My name is Pat Steinberg. Thanks to Brad Pascal of the Flames and the Wranglers. Thanks to Reese over at the Wranglers as well for making everything happen on this Wednesday. Brad Pascal joined us inside hockey for Calgary Co-op. Let's go local Calgary from best from the West Canadian produce to quality only Alberta meats. Find your local at Calgary Co-op. Shop online or in store today. Talking your team right now. Flames Talk is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. All right, Flames Talk rolling on on this Wednesday with Wes Gilbertson. My name is Pat Steinberg. 
And the Calgary Wranglers have not one, but two players going to the AHL All-Star Classic uh, later on uh, this year, next month, early next month, February 4th and 5th in San Jose, California. Uh, Wranglers will have two players representing the Pacific Division. Both Matt Coronado and Dustin Wolf will be going. Coronado having a great rookie year in the American League. Dustin Wolf having a great third year in the American League. Uh, and then Trent Cole is going to be the all-star coach for the Wranglers uh, and for the Pacific Division as well. So, Three reps for the Calgary Wranglers going to the AHL All-Star Classic later on in February, which is pretty cool and very deserving for the number one team in the Western Conference. Yeah, absolutely. And we we chatted about it. I know you and I earlier in the week, knowing that the AHL All-Star Classic rosters would come out today, and we sort of had it down to, well, it's got to be either Wolf or Coronado. But, hey, maybe... Maybe it could be both of them. We're talking about a three-on-three tournament similar to how the NHL does their all-star game. The Pacific Division in the AHL happens to have 10 teams in it, so not a ton of room for a squad to send a pair of representatives, and yet it sure feels like they got this one right, doesn't it? We're yep. talking about two guys who are absolutely deserving in Dustin Wolf and Matt Coronado of representing the Wranglers at the uh, the showcase in San Jose. Let's uh, go to the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline and say hello to... Now, this is technically his second appearance at the AHL All-Star Classic, but he is a uh, already a two-time end-of-season All-Star in the American League. And uh, we say hello right now to Dustin Wolf, who will be going to the AHL All-Star Classic for a second consecutive year. 15-5-1, 9.30 save percentage with your Calgary Wranglers this year. Oh, and uh, some time with the Flames as well. Let's say hello to Dustin Wolf joining us here on Flames Talk. Dustin, it's Pat and Wes. Uh, first of all, congratulations on another all all-star nod. That's uh, really awesome to see. Congrats, man. No, thanks. I appreciate it. Good to see you guys again. Uh, what, uh, when you, I, I know that you have been named an all-star before you have gone to this event before, uh, and you've even spent time at the NHL level this year. But when, uh, when you get the call and say, Hey, you're, you're representing our team at the all-star game. What's your reaction? What does that, uh, what does that mean to you? Yeah, no, it's exciting. Um, I mean, like you said, obviously going last year, it was an outstanding event that they put on out in Laval there. And, um, you know, obviously this year is, you know, 20 minutes from from my hometown. So um, obviously going to be super exciting to go back there and, and see some family. And, um, you know, I'm sure they're going to do an amazing job just like they did last year with the event. So as you talk about basically being in, in your backyard growing up, so who's who's still down there? Who's still down in Northern California? And, and like how many people might be making the trek to, to watch you play? Yeah, my aunt and uncle um, live probably about an hour away or so. Um, so I'm sure they'll make the trek. My parents are in Seattle, so I – Doubt they'd make it down, but who who knows? Um, my grandma is there. Unfortunately, my grandfather won't be able to be there. He was he passed away during the preseason, and um, so it's unfortunate. I'm sure he would have loved to to be able to take that in. And um, you know, he's always been a big fan of getting to watch me. So, um, but having my grandma there would be awesome. 
It's uh, and and you know, you you take a you 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 think about that and and think about uh, being able to have all that family there and being able to watch it. And you talk about just how much more special that would be. Uh, can, can you kind of expand on that? And and you know, it already is a pretty meaningful thing. And then being able to to share that with a lot of people close to you, like how much more meaningful does that make a, a weekend in San Jose? Yeah, absolutely. I think the the two days turns into probably a couple extra days. Um, you know, outside of family, I've got a lot of friends I grew up playing hockey in the area with. Um, you know, guys I went to school with, and um, you know, just uh, some other distant family. So um, it'll be good to to be in that atmosphere and see some friends and family, and uh, hopefully get to spend a little time with them afterwards as well. You uh, you take a look at your numbers. They are definitely all star worthy once again. Fifteen five and one nine thirty save percentage. Three shutouts this year. Just overall, how uh, as as we move towards the the midway mark and, and your all star break with the Wranglers, just how would you uh, how would you sum up how you felt so far this year? Yeah, no, it's been pretty good. Um, no, obviously. You want to win every game, and there's definitely been a couple where um, I haven't been at the top of my game, and you know it's the job each and every day is to come to practice and figure out how I can become even better um, each and every game, make sure I'm more consistent than I already am, and um, you know, obviously the goal is to, uh, to get to play some more games with the Flames, and while the results haven't really came when I did get to play. Um, I've been pretty happy with with how I've felt out there, and obviously it's it's a whole different league out there, and um, you know, it's fun to to come to the rink when when I do get the call and um, you know play against the best players, and at the end of the day, there's that's where you want to be, and yeah, um, definitely hoping to get some more opportunities soon. We are chatting with Dustin Wolf. He's going to his second straight American League All-Star Classic with the Wranglers. Joining us here on Flames Talk this afternoon, Pat Steinberg and Wes Gilbertson with you, Wes. Dustin, congratulations for starters. I, I got to ask you, because I always assumed that this would be sort of like a pitcher in baseball, that the All-Star game maybe wouldn't be uh, your favorite event. As a goaltender in hockey, are you good with all-star games? Like, are those fun for, for goaltenders or, or can that be a, a lot of talent and maybe not a whole lot of defense? Yeah, I know the, uh, the skills comps, uh, a fun event. Um, not so fun necessarily for the goalies. The events they have us take part in are a little out of the ordinary. I'd say, okay. um, you're definitely at a disadvantage. So, <laughs> um, but when it comes to the three on three, it's, you know, it's a good opportunity to uh, to have some fun. Uh, you're playing against the best players in the league, and um, just like last year, it's you can kind of venture outside the box a little bit. You don't have to be too structured, and hmm. um, you know, try to give the crowd something to cheer for. Let's circle back to to something you said a, a couple minutes ago about your NHL opportunities so far this season, and you said you know the results haven't necessarily been what you wanted—a a, one-two and one record to date but that you've felt good about the way you've played. I'm curious, can you sort of take us inside how how that self-assessment goes, how how you sort of break down each 
NHL opportunity after you get a, a start at that top level and, and try to use those learning experiences going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think for myself, um, you know, there's four or five main details that I know if, if I'm on my game, those those details are going to be very present in my game. Um, and I know, like, if you look back on some of the games, like my first game of the season at Ottawa, um, you know, they've, they score some goals that probably not many goalies are going to stop. You know, tips are... You know, something that you don't expect to stop, and if you do stop, and it's that's great. Um, they had uh, some good plays and some good passes, and um, you know what? It's it's a learning learning curve, learning opportunity for myself. Um, it's definitely a different league than in the American League, and um, I know if I can stick stick with uh, you know knowing my details are in place, and granted goals are going to go in, and if you can try to limit those as much as possible. Um, you know, the better off you're going to be, but, um, you know, just keep trying to build off of, of what's been, what's taken place. And, um, you know, getting games is only going to help me in, in the long run here. You and I have chatted often enough that I, I know you're, you're not one of those guys who's ever satisfied. I, I'm curious, what would you sort of pinpoint as your biggest area of improvement so far in this third full season as a professional? I mean, I think the simple answer is always just simplifying the game. Um, me and, and Mackenzie Scott, see, we go back and forth about how much my game has changed from my first season in Stockton to, to now and um, really just trying to minimize the work I have to put myself, uh, make myself do um, on a, a game-to-game basis and um, you know, making my movements a lot simpler, more crisp, more more short and um you no, know, I don't have to take as much ice as as I necessarily thought I did my first pro year. Um, you know, you learn more and more stuff each and every every game, every year, every month. And um, you know, if you would ask me these questions back to Stockton, I would have said you're you're crazy if I was playing as deep as I have been. And um, you know, just some of the details they get uh, perfected, and you know, it's it's fun to come to the rink and you, you realize how much your game has evolved over the last couple of years. We're chatting with uh, Dustin Wolf. He's going to the AHL all-star game in February, second straight trip to the AHL all-star classic for the Wranglers goaltender flames prospect. What uh, to, to be able to go with a teammate once again uh, and to go with Matt Coronado, uh, just your thoughts on that and being able to get to go with uh, another top prospect in the organization. That's got to be pretty neat as well. Yeah, back-to-back years with Matthews. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And Matt Phillips and uh, and now Matty. Um, you know, he's an actual player. He, he deserves to, to have another chance, and I'm sure he would rather be up in the NHL as, as he started the season, but he's been outstanding with us since he's come down, and um, you know, it's been good to see him have a lot of success. And, you know, he has probably 30 points or whatever now, but I'm sure he could have even more. He's had a lot of really good opportunities in, in several games and um you know he's a young kid too he's still learning and that's the best part is um you know you're, you're young you're playing in a league just like myself and uh you know all the opportunities are there for you to, to keep getting better improve yourself and um you know that's all you can ask for right now 
It's funny, Wes and I were talking with with Craig Conroy uh, earlier this week, and and he was talking about how when he was in the American League, and he had there, there were a bunch of different players who were uh, getting recalled, and and everybody was kind of always on edge as to who's coming up next. And and you talk about Matt, who's yeah, he he wants to be in the NHL. You want to be in the NHL. A couple of other guys uh, with you on the Wranglers who do as well. I'm just like, is there um is there kind of like a bond? Like, do, do you form a little bit of a bond just knowing that hey we're all looking to get there we all believe we should be there uh is, is that something that kind of drives you all as a group and knowing that lots of guys have gotten opportunities and have gotten those recalls yeah i think we've got a really tight group to begin with um even before you know this season where there's been a lot of guys who have gotten opportunities to to show what they've gotten you know to prove that you know they deserve to to be at that next level and um you know what it's it's there's a lot of movement so it's you know you see new faces every day and you got guys that are coming up and you come to the rink and some guys stalls are empty and you're like okay those guys are getting opportunities which is great and um obviously there's things that are gonna have to open up hopefully in the near future and more guys are gonna get uh, even more chances so um so everybody's grinding away and everybody's ready for, for when that call comes that they can uh, take full advantage of the opportunity that they're given. Well, we really appreciate the time this afternoon, Dustin, just before we let you go, take us through, um, take us through the, the all-star weekend. Like what, and, and, and I know this one's going to be different cause you'll have some family there and you might be able to get some time before or after, but like what, what goes into all-star weekend? Like we see the, uh, we see the skills comp, we see the game. What else goes into it from a guy who's there as a representative? Yeah. I mean, thinking about last year, um, like it was a long trek for us. I think it was like a five or six hour flight and, um, so normally they've got, uh, like the skills day that you come in and in the afternoon, you just go to the rink and mess around with, with the guys. You don't really know a lot of them at first, granted you've played against all of them, but, um, you don't know them on a personal level. So you kind of get to know them a little bit. And, um, really for me, it was just a good chance to, to sit back and watch and see what, uh, these guys are made of. Um, after the uh, skills competition, the league puts on like a little party at the hotel, which is, it was a really good time last year to nice. get to sit and chat with, um, you know, guys you play against in the, in the division or other buddies you've known or crossed paths with um, on the Eastern Conference who you obviously never get to see during the season. Um, and the next day, which is the day of the, the actual All-Star game, um the pretty much the morning is to yourself um they have i think they're doing another ahl hall of fame ceremony um i haven't looked into it but i'm not sure who's going into that but that's normally about an hour and a half or so and um you get a little more time to yourself and you go to the rink and same thing kind of mess around and just talk with with guys enjoy the enjoy the game and obviously in between games you're um, you're watching, see what's happening. Um, last year we were fortunate enough to win it, so yeah, it was it was uh, it was fun and um, kind of made it even more interesting. There was like a ten round shootout the game prior, so 
Uh, we weren't really sure who we were playing until the lap finished, and everything happens pretty quick. It's game, game, we're back and back and back and back, and um, it's really just hanging out. And after that, you, I think they put on another party or event, and, and then you're back home. So, um, you know, the two days go by pretty quick, but it's uh, it's enjoyable to to talk with with other guys, other coaches, and um, just kind of get a vibe from from around the league. Well, enjoy your time in San Jose. Enjoy your time going back close to home in February. And uh, congratulations, first off, on going to the AHL All-Star Classic once again. And uh, maybe more immediately, good luck this uh, these next two games against Ontario to wrap up this homestand. Hey, good to uh, chat with you as always, Dustin. Really appreciate the time, hey? Absolutely. No, thanks for having me on. It's good to chat with you guys again. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, Dustin. Uh, Dustin Wolf is going to his second straight AHL All-Star Classic. He's having another hell of a year with the Wranglers as he moves closer and closer to being a full-time member of the Flames. Congrats to him. Congrats to Matt Coronado going to the AHL All-Star Classic for the first time as well. Pretty neat to see. And uh, that goes on February 4th and 5th in San Jose is uh, Dustin joined us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline this afternoon using the same, the same secret recipe since 1975 at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Enjoying the game at home? Call for pickup or delivery at 403-248-3344.